find that you're wearing only 20% of your wardrobe? Well, you're not alone. Today in this episode, we're going to explore why this actually happens to most people and how to solve it. But stick around because uh, you gotta you got to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade House of Style, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation. Nice to have you at another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. It is uh, episode 134, believe it or not. And we have some real life wardrobe issues to discuss today. Uh, but before we get started, I want to say thank you for being here. I also want to remind you that we are on so many different platforms where you can connect with us. We are on iTunes, where you can listen to the program. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook every Thursday at 1130 live. We come live because we want the dialogue. We want the community to ask its questions and to have that real live living, breathing show so that we can actually create that sphere of um, camaraderie around how to show up professionally on and off camera, but primarily to show up professionally, put your best face forward. I also want to say thank you to my super awesome producer, Rick Moscoso, who's always in the production room. There he is. His avatar is um, peeking his head, um, always making this show a success and making it go round and staying on top of me so I can stay on top of the show. So I really appreciate him and I appreciate everything we've been able to build together with Waste Up Wardrobe. So I'm going to go ahead and get started because I am so... Um, I'm I'm so excited about this this uh, this program because it is one of those most frequently asked questions in the work that I do. It is the subject that comes up a lot for people, the challenge that comes up a lot for people when they are looking at having a really flexible, mix and matchable wardrobe that can serve them in the best way possible. And uh, it is it is a fact. Statistics say that. Most people wear 20% of their wardrobe on a regular basis. That means that 80% of their wardrobe goes untouched for long periods of time. And so that is a statistic. So that is common. And maybe as you're watching this or listening to this, you might be able to relate to it. I know I certainly was able to relate to this um, in the past. That was a challenge I used to have. And I have been able to build in some systems that help me overcome it. But before we get proceed and start digging deep into why this happens and how to solve it, I'd love for Rick to come up on camera and tell us how he feels about that from a male perspective. Do you, Rick, do you feel as though in sort of uh, the gentleman's wardrobe that you have the same challenges, that you gravitate towards the same pieces, or do you feel like, you know, you have a little bit more under control? 
Yeah, I I think I fall in the same trap. <clears throat> you know, I tend to dress casually. Obviously, you can see the t-shirt. Um, and I just, I for me, I tend to wear what's comfortable. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, my faves that I end up wearing, you know, a lot of the time. Just because they're comfortable, I, I could really, when, when I'm wearing the casual stuff, I'm either in the studio or maybe I'm, you know, working out in the field yeah. uh, on other projects or in the yard. I mean, I just have my comfortable clothes that that fit me well. That that um, I'm just used to wearing. I like the way they feel, so they tend to be just uh, you know probably I don't know a handful, like maybe a half a dozen, maybe ten certain t-shirts or shirts that I wear. Yeah, um, but it, it's interesting that you say that because in the different things that I do, you know, if I'm with a client, then yeah, obviously I have a little bit different uh, wardrobe that I choose from, but there is a sweet spot of things that I like to wear in front of a client, or if I have to dress up and uh, wear a jacket, then there's, you know, my favorite suits or my favorite jackets that, that I tend to wear. So uh, yeah, I, I would tend to agree. That's the same thing that happens with guys. Yeah. It's interesting because I think the super city reason men do it probably is before comfort purposes, right? It is mm-hmm. the idea of being comfortable. And that is one of the reasons this occurs. Most people tend to want to be comfortable. That supersedes everything, right? You, you just that you gravitate towards that. Uh, and it's interesting to know that from a gentleman's perspective, that seems to be kind of the overarching reason I would imagine that um, that you tend to just kind of reach for the casual, comfortable clothes, unless, you know, you are in a profession where you're corporate, you have to wear a suit. I know from being around uh, boys, my raising my sons that <laughs> to wear something formal, a suit is like, <laughs> it's like, please don't let me do, don't make me do that, you know? And so it's a comfort thing, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's a comfort thing. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I mean, I do care what I look like, but when I'm not around people, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, why would you, right? Comfort supersedes everything. Well, here in the, you know, because of Waste Up Order, because of the line of work I'm in, my job, I see it as really helping uh, my audience and people that I serve have the best of all worlds, not only comfort when they dress, but also, you know, looking sharp. And you can have it all if you have a thoughtful, um, thorough wardrobe that mixes matches with ease. So you might be surprised to think that, but that's the work that I do on a daily basis. It's, I am constantly trying to serve the client in the sense of, uh, I don't want to wear that. It feels so it's too form fitting. I'm not going to be comfortable, but trying to find the pieces that will still be flattering and be comfortable. That is the idea. Giving, making it, making the client have their dream cause. It means making them have everything they want in each item. Um, so they feel like they're a million bucks in anything that wear, they wear, even if they're lounging around in the house. So, so the statistics we've, 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 we've said that, right. It, it, this is a proven statistic. I mean, it is uh, common for people to only put into use 20% of their wardrobe. It's sort of that, you know, very famous 80-20 rule that applies to so many areas of life. You know, in business, we talk about the 80-20 rule where, you know, most of your, your profit happens from 20% of your clients. Um, they also say that you get referrals from 20% of your clients. So that 80-20 rule that applies to the wardrobe kind of applies across the board in a lot of areas of life. And it's a, just a good way to remember um, 
the, the idea that this happens a lot and is very common. So why? Why does this happen? That is sort of the million dollar question. You know, we accumulate clothes, we invest in clothes, but then we tend to not only not wear them all. So why would we do that? Well, you know, uh, Rick hit on one of the main reasons, and that is comfort. People tend to want to be comfortable. So they gravitate towards their outfits that make them the most comfortable. That's what they their go-to is. So it's sort of that, um, <laughs> I'm going to compare it to like your fight or flight, <laughs> you know, like when you are scared of something, you want to run away. Well, with, with clothes, if you're superseding reason of being clothes is to be comfortable. Your superseding re reason of just kind of being is to be comfort. We we tend towards that. And so that makes a lot of sense for um, things to be comfortable, familiar, and, um, and then hence like be wearing it repeatedly on a daily basis. But can comfort and style come together? Well, I think it can. And that is why I do what I do. Because even in your weekend or clothes, I want you to feel like you um, are still kind of lounging around with style. I don't, that is sort of one of the, my missions in life, right? So comfort is one of the reasons that this happens, that we only put into use 20% of our wardrobe. But there's some other reasons, and that's, you know, convenience, right? If you know that you are, you look good in an outfit or you're very comfortable in an outfit, it's tried and true. Well, guess what? You're going to reach for that more often. So how do you solve that, right? The solution is to make everything sort of fit that profile. Uh, my goal with clients is always to make every piece in their wardrobe make them feel like a million bucks, to feel convenient, to feel tried and true, to feel like when they wear it, they feel great. And so convenience comes into play, right? You reach for the things that make you feel great, that you know look good on you, that you've gotten compliments on. Another reason people would only put into use a certain part of their wardrobe is sort of their personal style. Maybe over time, they've realized that you know, they do have a lot of pieces in their closet, but only a little bit of it reflects who they really are. And let's face it, getting dressed up, well, that's a form of art. It's a form of expressing yourself to the world. And so I can understand why over time we might accumulate certain clothes and we realize that a lot of them don't really, weren't really us, weren't really meant for us. They didn't look good on us. They didn't really flatter us um, or they didn't really express who we are. And so that's another reason you find that some of the pieces in your closet become, in your closet become underutilized. And so finally, another reason why people sometimes will just, uh, you know, gravitate to, toward the same pieces is, is, is that they might be so sentimental that certain pieces of clothing make them feel a certain way or hold a certain memory. And so they tend to just wear those things that are very sentimental to them. Maybe grandma gave you a certain shirt or blouse, or maybe mom passed down a certain dress, or it just holds a memory of a very iconic time in your life. And for that reason, sometimes people just tend to, to kind of stick to sort of the clothes that emotionally make them feel good in a way. And so those are the top four reasons people tend to just uh, wear part of their wardrobe and not put all of it into play. So comfort, convenience, um, memory, memories, and personal style seem to be the four superseding reasons why people do that. And I'm just curious, Rick, as a, as a gentleman, you know, you talked about comfort a lot. Um, how do convenience 
and personal style and sort of this attachment to memories, how do they come into play for you in your closet or generally do you think for the gentleman? Mm, when I dress up, yeah, uh, I would say memories apply uh, mm -hmm. in certain situations, mm -hmm. um, certain clothes that just how they look to me make me feel they put me in a different mood or a different uh, mindset, you know, because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's some some suits or jackets or, uh, you know, uh, uh, something that I put on that that make me feel more confident, make me feel, uh, you know, just put me in a better mindset where I'm not. I'm not um, worried about how this looks to somebody else. It just makes me feel, you know, puts me in a right mindset. But uh, given given the situation, um, is there something memory wise? I I I couldn't say that there probably is. If there was, it would be years and years and years old, <laughs> and I probably wouldn't wear it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> It seems as though really comfort and sort of that convenience that the, the, the knowing that you feel and look good in a piece, that's what tends to cause people to wear something over and over again and neglect the rest of their wardrobe. Um, I honestly, I was surprised that you said that memories might play into it for a gentleman because I can see like where like a set of cufflinks or a certain tie or something like that could be, uh, tied to memories oh but... yeah 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 absolutely i mean when you talk about accessories then sure i mean yeah. there's a certain watch that reminds me of my mom right yeah. there's cufflinks that were given to me as a gift that are, are in memory of a an event that happened uh from a dear friend or something like that yeah in in that you know when you talk about accessory yes but um, yeah. as far as major ensemble eh, for me for me not necessarily yeah no I, that makes sense that was kind of something that it's pretty unique, you know, for people to just be uh, dressing sentimentally, although my blog is called the emotions of clothes. And so we know that clothes <laughs> hold emotions. Right. Yeah. And oftentimes when I'm in somebody's closet, um, there'll be a piece that they will not let go of. They will not let go of because it was tied to an emotional event. So it is very interesting how people view and treat and, and live with their clothes. So, you know, just kind of a, a little interesting fact there. So we've listed why this happens. Now, I also want to be, um, I want to point out that there are some real exceptions. Now, the, the basic foundation of this conversation, this topic is that it's not about having a lot of clothes. It's not that people who, um, it doesn't mean that you have to have a very small amount of clothes to be able to maximize your wardrobe. It doesn't mean just narrow it down to a little bit, right? What you need to think about is not about acquiring a lot of clothes or a ton of clothes, but about really um, acquiring the right pieces so that your selection is up-leveled. And maybe you do want to have a robust closet that covers an entire floor. No problem. As long as you're putting those clothes into play on a regular basis and your lifestyle calls for that, by all means, you should have that, right? Because if you are somebody who travels a lot or needs to be on stage a lot or is in front of the camera a lot and you you have a need to have a, 
a lot of change of clothes, then yes. But if if one has a lot of clothes and doesn't really utilize it, then really all that is is just clutter in your life uh, because it's just sitting there stagnant. And that's the idea. That is what I want people to avoid. I'm not saying don't invest in clothes or don't um, create great big wardrobes. If that is what you want to do, just make sure that you're using the clothes that you are investing in, right? That's the idea. So one caveat here is that there is a specific signature style of some people that re- that they've developed um, that is called sort of the uniform, right? They have this uniform that they wear and then they change it up very minimally. And in that case, I that is not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here, like I described earlier, is having a lot of things that you don't put into play 100% of it, right? But if you are somebody who wears a uniform and changes it up here and there, but wears everything in your wardrobe, almost everything in your wardrobe on a regular basis, then you've actually nailed it. So it's okay to have a small wardrobe. It's okay to have a compact wardrobe and it's okay to have a wardrobe that is like a uniform, you know, all black and you just change it up with accessories, all white and you just change it up with um, jackets and um, toppers. That's okay. As long as everything you're putting into play, as long as you're putting everything into play and you're using everything you've invested in, that means that you have a great wardrobe. You have a mix and matchable wardrobe and it's working for you. And that's the key. Another, um, another thing that I want to point out is that I believe that basics in your wardrobe are so, so important. In order to have a functional mix and matchable wardrobe, you have to have all the necessary basics. And I always say this, um, this quote that I had come up with to, to, to analogize what this feels like is that in the alphabet, we have the vowels and the vowels, well, they pull the words together. And in your closet, your basics is what pull your, your outfits together. And if you don't have them, guess what? You're not going to be able to mix and match them. And that's something I work a lot on with my clients is really building in the basics so that they can, you know, put outfits together so that their selection of outfits can be upscaled. And um, that is really key. So even if you just had a wardrobe of basics, you can have a lot of outfits and you'll find that you're putting everything into play. And, um, and that is really important. So those two things where you are maybe a, a somebody who has a minimalist uniform closet where you have these specific things like you like to wear on a daily basis, it just takes the thinking out of dressing up and you love the way it looks on you and fits. That's great. That is a great workable wardrobe. And if you have nothing else in your wardrobe, make sh- and if you want to have a versatile mix and match closet, you have to have the basics. So keeping these two ideas in mind is really important. And this works both ways for men and women. And Rick, do you remember? Uh, I think it was Steve Jobs, right? Who had sort of the uniform. Um, the uniform outfit, the black shirt with the black pants. And that was his uniform. And that was his signature style. And everybody knew him for it. Yep. That's exactly right. You, you It would be weird to see him in anything else because that's what yeah. you expected. Yeah. And so that's sort of what I'm talking about when I talk about this closet is just uniform. Now, could he have afforded more? Well, we all know that's true, right? But that was his signature style and that is okay. So again, the key here is it's not about, you know, having a very tiny closet or having, not having a massive closet. As long as everything in it is being utilized, 
that's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. And um, how about this? With so with women, you know how I always emphasize having the basics. That's the most important thing. Men too require basics, um, like the 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 bl- the basic black suit, the basic navy suit. You know, having certain c- kind of ties. So there is a basic wardrobe for men. Um, and without it, it gets hard to put things together and have multiple looks. Uh, how do you, do you have any comments on that just from a male perspective? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I took note after I met you and all, <laughs> watching you dress other men. And, you know, we've, we've, we, uh, collaborated, uh, not too long ago with a gentleman. So I listen in and, and take notes of that. So <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I can teach you something. <laughs> All I ever do is I feel like I'm getting, zapping your energy and your knowledge, but I'm happy that I get to pass something along to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when I work with clients, whether men or women, we're always talking about the basic necessities they must have in the wardrobe to really maximize the versatility and the function of the wardrobe. So now that we've covered why we only gravitate towards 20% and some of the caveats, you know, having that basic wardrobe and also possibly if you choose to have a uniform wardrobe or a minimalist wardrobe, how that can be perfectly okay and very acceptable and give you a lot of um, satisfaction in the way you're dressing and utilizing your pieces. Now let's talk about some of the solutions Uh, For those of us who really are in that rut where they have a great wardrobe, they might have multiple clothes, but they're only really wearing 20% of it, just a portion, a small portion of what is in their closet. And the rest is just hanging there and staying stagnant. See, we don't want that because stagnation in your closet is just like stuck energy. And that needs to be cleared so that you can live a little bit more lightly and feel like you're maximizing everything that you own um, and not really not really feeling like, you know, you've got clutter around you because, you know, cluttered space in any area of life can really lead to a lot. Well, we had some technical difficulties. That doesn't happen very often, but it did this time. So I think this is the first time we've had technical difficulties where we've lost internet connection, right, Rick? What do you think? And you've got your, uh, you don't have your screen. <laughs> first time yeah. ever. That was usually it happens to me, not not to you. This is the first time with you that it's happened. Ah. So that was that was odd. Yeah, that was odd. But anyway, um, hey, that's 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 you know you got expected doing a live show, right? That's exactly right. That's why we do it live, just to make it more exciting. Yeah, and tell and show people that it happens to everybody, mm-hmm. even when we were so prepared. So now we're going to talk about solving the problem of um, this sort of closet that you, when you go into your closet, just using a part of it, right? Um, One of the things I really recommend, and I do this a lot with my clients who are experiencing these challenges, is the idea of editing and decluttering the closet. Remember what I said? Having clothes are sitting there, hanging, hanging are just stat and stagnant are just clutter. They're they are stuck energy and it's not going to serve you well to just have that sitting in your closet. So the first rule is really, if you feel like you're in that position, go through the closet, start editing the closet, start taking things out that you do not use. Now I have a rule um, that I use with my clients when we're editing and I will go ahead and spell that out really quickly, just so that you kind of have a guide of how you can start this on your own, or you can always reach out to me and I can help you further. But the rule is you, each piece that is in your wardrobe, you hold it and you think about, is this piece 
current? Is it up to date? Because you don't want to be work, walking around with something from the 80s or that doesn't fit the, you know, doesn't make you look current and makes and dates you. That is no good. So if it is dated, you want to toss it. The second part of the test is make sure it's not old or tattered or has holes in it. Anything that has old and tattered and has holes in it, toss that too. Now I know some of us hang on to things because we love them so much. So if you can fix it, go ahead. But there's no reason to keep it if you're not going to actually fix it and wear it, right? And alter it and wear it. And then the finally, the third thing is sort of that rule of thumb in dressing up and that is fit. Things have to fit you great. Uh, when it comes to clothes, it's about fit, fit, fit. You have to make sure that the clothes fit you because if they're too big or they're too tight, um, they're not going to flatter you. Either one does not flatter you. So think about that when you're editing your closet and decluttering. So that's sort of the first step to trying to get into a wardrobe and, and acquire a wardrobe and, and have a wardrobe feel like you're maximizing every piece. Sometimes it's hard to do that on your own. And so, um, you know, you can always reach out to me. I can give you more tips on how to get started. But sometimes it's hard to do on your own and you need some help doing it. And that is something I do with my clients all the time. The second step would be to identify your personal style. You need to really learn about yourself. What feels like you? What is on brand for you? For example, uh, when it comes to the way I dress, for me, one of my signature things is a signature for me that I, 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 when I wear it, I can, I feel great and is my statement earrings. I am a statement earrings girl. So I will wear statement earrings and that is part of my signature style. Most people notice that and they know that. And I, um, I really love big statement earrings. So that's signature to me. So think about what is signature to you. Maybe you're somebody who loves red. And so that's your signature color. So a lot of your wardrobe pieces would probably reflect the signature color that you love. Or maybe your brand has a certain color that you want to reflect. Or maybe you love tank tops. So whatever that is, you want to make sure that you have the pieces in your closet. Well, first that you identify what you think is your personal style and then keep the pieces in your closet that will help you achieve that signature personal style. Because if you if things in your wardrobe don't reflect who you are, if when you put them on, you're like, oh, I don't feel good in this. It doesn't feel like me. You stand in front of a mirror like, ah, I don't know if I can pull this off. You're never going to wear it. So don't keep it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the moral of the story. Okay. And then the third piece is sort of Think about now that you've decluttered the closet, edited it, and you now have defined your personal style. So you know when you're out and you're shopping, like you can talk, you can look at a piece and say, hey, is this something that reflects who I am? Or I'm just, is this just like a purchase that I'm making because I like it, but I don't know if I can wear it. Think about that. But the third piece is invest in versatile pieces. That is so, so important. You want to make sure that the pieces you're investing in on a regular basis, um, are really um, going to help you um, pull that wardrobe, the looks together. And like I said earlier, the best things to invest in to make to keep that versatility going are your basics. So the little white t-shirt, the little white tank, the little black dress. 
I have a list of 40 basics that I think every woman should have. I also have a list for the gentlemen of all the things gentlemen should have so that they can have a versatile mix and matchable wardrobe for really for any occasion, whether they're trying to be casual or trying to be dressy or going to a conference or really whatever part of their life. So the versatile pieces are really key in a wardrobe that is being maximized and really rotated a lot. Um, you, those are the things that help you take like special pieces and tie them together. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So once you've already, once you've decluttered and you've identified your personal style and you invested in the versatile pieces, like the basics that you really need, the next step would be to fill in the gaps, right? So if you find that now you decluttered and you're down to like, I don't know, you know, um, maybe 50 pieces and you have all the basics you need and you, um, you are, um, you know what your style is, you've kind of defined that, you know what feels good on you, what makes you feel like a million bucks. The next step is to fill the gaps, right? So maybe you're missing something. Maybe you need to have a pair of boots uh, for, you know, if you're in like a cold climate and you don't have that. So that's something to acquire. So filling in the gaps would be next. And here's the thing, you want to experiment, right? You want to experiment with outfits. You want to start mixing things together, maybe ways that you never thought about before, different ways so that you can upscale the selection. Remember, it's not about having a ton of clothes, it's about having the right pieces. It's about having the pieces that will give you multiple looks, multiple outfits. And one dress, like a little black dress can be worn 50 ways. So that's a really great way to upscale, right? And to upsize the selection. So um, the other thing too, that really, really helps when you're trying to have a super versatile wardrobe where everything in it fits, where everything in it works for you um, is, is really taking care of your clothes. Taking good care of your clothes is really key because once you invest in quality pieces or pieces that you love, that you know are your signature style, taking care of them is another part of it because you don't want to have anything in your closet that has holes or gets old or tattered or torn, right? You want to wash them well, wash them regularly, and you want to iron them if they need ironing, and you want to take care of them so that they can serve you for a very long time. Like anything else, um, if you take care of it, it will take care of you. So that is sort of the breakdown, right? We talked about why this happens because it's a real thing, the 80-20 rule. And then we talked about some of the exceptions, if you will, if you want to call it that, like having that uniform wardrobe, the minimalist wardrobe, but also paying attention to your basics. And then we went through the steps of how to start building in a wardrobe where you wear most all of it, let's say 95% of it rather than just a little part of it, a little 20% of it. That's the idea. Now, there will be things in your wardrobe that will hang there year round that you don't utilize, but let's just make that five or 10%. Like, you know, the suit that you wear to a wedding, if you're not in the corporate world or the formal dress that is only, um, only there for a certain occasion, right? There are going to be those pieces, but if we're maximizing the wardrobe and we're at least wearing 80 to 90% of what's in the wardrobe, then you have a great wardrobe that's mix and matchable and very versatile, whether you have 50 pieces in it or 300 pieces in it, as long as you're putting everything into play, you have nailed it. 
And I would love to help you if you want this opportunity with the hashtag change and shine, the hashtag change and shine. I would love to jump on a short little brief call and see where you're at in your closet. See if this is a challenge. See if it could be better and help give you some guidance as to how to start, get started, whether it's decluttering or filling in the gaps or building in the basics. I would love to have that conversation with you. So go ahead and put in the comments, uh, hashtag change and shine, and let's get talking about your current wardrobe and how to make it better. So as you know, the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up always wraps up with a summary of the show. And the main takeaway here is remember that you don't have to have a ton of pieces. You just have to have the right pieces. So whether you have a large wardrobe or a small wardrobe, as long as you're putting everything into play, you're doing a great job. A tip to remember is to, to you can um, you you can have a closet that is, you can have a uniform, right? You can have a closet that only has certain pieces that um, isn't too cumbersome, doesn't have a lot of pieces. So that's okay. Learn, that is, uh, you are you are um, free to do that and you could still have a great style and great wardrobe. The tool here, there's no better tool than this episode, really. I've laid it all out for you. The why, the how, and how to fix it. So reference this show and start listening to how you can start you know, um, getting, achieving that very versatile wardrobe, whether you're um, in corporate where you have to be in suits a lot or whether you have a very casual behind the desk job, either way, it is possible to achieve that great balanced wardrobe. And finally, take the final lead, the action item is go to your wardrobe right now. And if there's room for you to edit, start editing. Okay. So there you have it. Episode 134. How do you have that completely mix and matchable wardrobe and avoid the 80-20 rule where you're only wearing just a tiny little bit of your wardrobe. That is a wrap for today. And join us next Thursday at 1130 where we're going to bring you a new fresh show like we do every Thursday. 